1: hello magical friends i'm ali michelle and i'm raquel mantra and welcome to your own magic podcast our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic yes we're so grateful you're spending this present moment with us today Adaptability. Adaptability. Have you noticed that all spiritual truths are just a crazy paradox? It's like have your routine but yes. be adaptable. Manifest, but <laughs> allow the universe to create your day for you. Uh you know, we are all one and we are all unique individuals. I could just like keep going, going, going. It's like the truth is found in the deepest paradoxes. And I feel like it's because the mind can't analyze its way out of a paradox. It's just something you have to feel with your heart
0: now let the magic begin hello hello magic soul tribe wow wow can i just say thank you for all your questions in the facebook group we feel so blessed to be connected with other curious soul seeking and like-minded beings like yourselves and so thank you guys so much for inspiring this week's episode And there are so many ideas and there were trending themes that just popped out at us. However, there's a few topics that we really feel called to talk about, to address today. So please note that all of your questions also sparked an idea for a near future Q&A episode. So stay tuned and keep your eye out for that in the Facebook group, which I will put a link below in the show notes if you are not a part of that wonderful Magic Soul Tribe Facebook group yet. And we also want you to keep in mind that if you do, if we do not cover the topic that you wanted to listen to, just pocket your thought for a future QA episode. We also want you to know that some questions may be answered by interviewees that are experts in the field in upcoming episodes. So again, put your questions in your back pocket and pull it out in the Facebook group when we ask for your QA questions but this episode is just inspired by a combination of what the majority of you were asking for and what is resonating with Allie and I right now. We love you so much, and now let the magic begin. Allie, you ready?
1: I am so ready. Thank you for that intro. I love how enthusiastic you are when you talk. I want like a Raquel Mantra meme, (laughs) like series happening on my phone like the bitmojis oh my
0: god if someone posts over cal mantra meme or even an ally michelle l meme l (laughs) (laughs) can't forget the l
1: no um but what i'd love to talk about this week that i feel is coming up is the importance of adaptability Mm. um because i think adaptability is actually the key to alleviating our suffering and i've really been feeling this lately um especially traveling and stuff that tends to come up too but when we have a fixed idea of the way our lives should be, you know, we all talk about manifesting, manifesting, creating in own reality. But sometimes when we're too specific or too um, narrowed in on a particular dream, it actually can block the universe from writing an even grander, more beautiful story than we could have imagined. Because, mm-hmm. There have been plenty of times where I've really wanted something and then I look back a few months later and I'm like, oh, thank goddess, I did not get that. (laughs) Yes, because they had something better in mind. Something much better. So I think it's important to be specific and to manifest and kind of have intentions, um, but without attachment. Mm. Really stepping back and thinking, okay, I thought that my life should go this way, but I'm open to it going an entirely different way that actually might be meant for me in an even deeper way. And being like a piece of clay that the universe can mold and form into something that is
0: even beyond what you can imagine, what you can write down in your manifestation book. If you are open to adapting to that, then wow, lo and behold, you have no idea what you
1: can become. And it's always so much more than you could imagine, like the experience of it. And I think it's also important to say, like, don't be afraid to experience life regardless of, you know, the outcome, because the truth is you don't need to fear any outcomes. It'll either work out grander than you could have imagined, like we're talking about, or you'll learn from it and become stronger and it'll become a great story. That's what I'm realizing is those experiences that do not go well become amazing stories. <laughs> and stories are such a huge part of who we are. They're these precious gems that kind of make us unique. Yeah. Uh, no two people have the same exact story. Um, even traveling, I remember my friend Alex, we first took off to Bali, like I think it was yeah, a year and a half ago now. We were in Indonesia in this really tiny jungle. It's called the Borneo jungle with all of the orangutans. We were on this really tiny boat um, and it was like fried food and rice and all the things I can't eat. And um, (laughs) there were mosquitoes everywhere and alligators in the river. And we ended up like sleeping in on the floor of the boat in these tiny little mosquito nets that had holes in them. So it was actually kind of useless. And there are these huge avatar bugs, like, flying around us. I mean, like, think of Pandora and those crazy green ones. And that was, like, just circling us. I'm trying to envision you, like, were you
0: terrified or were you just excited to see all these avatar creatures?
1: You know, it could have gone one of two ways. I could have been like, oh my God, like, you know, the, I can't eat. The food is not clean. There's bugs <laughs> eating me. And I, I don't even know what that is. It looks like an alien with wings. Like we're on a boat. I mean, there were just so many things that were just not going the way that I would have written that story to go. <laughs> How did you adapt? I thought it was funny. I looked at all of it with this kind of childlike sense of humor, like what a great story. We're sleeping in the middle of the jungle and, you know, all of this is happening, but I'm going to look back on this one day and it's going to be amazing. And so the key to adaptability is being like, well, this is going to be a great story and I'm just going to roll with it because we suffer so much when we grip onto an idea and travel is one of the best teachers for Mm -hmm. adaptability that there is. (laughs) But when you can really just roll with the punches in life, like we were moving hotel rooms um, every single night. I think we took 14 flights in two weeks or something insane like that. But I remember I wasn't even stressed. I was just kind of like, okay, where are we going next, everybody? I love that. So whatever chapter you're on in
0: your novel, because this is uniquely your own novel written by you, and it just happens to be a chapter where you might be suffering a little bit. Well, guess what? This is a story to tell, and you're also going to learn a wonderful lesson from this, which is actually going to probably give you an even grander experience in your upcoming chapter that might be wonderful and blissful, because to be honest, I am so thankful for all my suffering. To be honest, I am thankful that I had issues when it came to eating disorders and alcohol and drug abuse, because it's a story to tell, but I'm able to grow and help share and relate to others and... Not
1: going to look back and wish and regret that anything happened otherwise. Yeah, because you become so much stronger from it. And you know what? You get this mindset of like um, going through intense scenarios now won't protect me from pain in the future. Mm -hmm. But when I meet pain in the future, I can be like, well, I went through that and I know I'm strong enough to deal (laughs) with this. So your relationship to what's happening to you changes. And that's what's important from these experiences. You know what? I just realized
0: while I'm looking in your eyes, some people, as they're, as they evolve and as they go through situations and hardships and trouble, their eyes begin to change, and you can see more wisdom in their eyes. And knowing that you have been through a lot, then not a lot of people know you have so much wisdom, and not only are your words that you share and in your beauty, but in your eyes. That is a side note, people. I wish you could see what I'm seeing right now. But it is so true. It's really reflected. Oh, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. be here too.
1: It's true. The eyes, they just, they don't lie. Like mm-hmm. you can tell so much about someone and you can have a whole conversation without speaking. Just soul gazing. Which is, honestly, we soul gazed throughout these entire episodes, in case you guys <laughs> were wondering. We're just kind of hanging out in my bedroom and <laughs> why, just soul gazing soul as we gazing, do this. Allowing our souls to speak, too. Yeah. And we do
0: what we can to let whatever our ego wants to share go out that door. Good bye. Good bye.
1: Surrender <laughs> the mind.
0: Yeah. And speaking of Bali, actually, and having to adapt, it just reminded me of my time in Bali when I was... Under, trying to understand the culture. And I was on my own. I was enjoying my solo female travel trip, but I also had to learn how to enjoy being alone in a completely foreign country. I was so used to the privilege of Driving or even just walking to Whole Foods to get the foods that I want that were super clean. I had to learn how to be super sick from all the different parasites that, you know, I came across and all those wonderful Bali belly experiences that I enjoyed almost every night, like suffering by myself. But I was suffering with physical pain, but also mental pain at that time, because yes, I was alone, but also I was felt really lost because I was in a new city. So of course, when you feel isolated or when you are not well and you're not feeling great, you want to do your best to survive. And so I had to figure out how to adapt in that culture so I could feel happy and thrive and tap back into me. And it was honestly just Welcoming and accepting that culture, and knowing that I'm not in LA anymore, I can't just go to Whole Foods or go and see my friends that are down the street, and we're on completely different time frames. So I'm gonna have to like FaceTime them at a very inconvenient hour. That was okay. It's just about adapting and recognizing that I have a lot of I have a big story right now, I have a great story to share, and boy, do I have a uh, many stories in my pocket right now to share when it comes to Bali and
1: that solo female trip in Southeast Asia. Wow, that's really powerful wisdom, actually, because it's true. Comparison is what gets us in trouble, not just in travel, but particularly, you know, comparing <sighs> cultures, comparing foods, comparing your experience to your past experiences, just anything. Um, it's almost like the past is this frozen moment in time that keeps this grip on us um, so that we can't look forward. Yeah, that reminds me of.
0: We were playing with our friend, Kevin Paris, what's your word? I don't remember the question, but I do remember my answer because of how it made me feel. And my greatest demon came up, and that was me comparing myself now, my physical self now, to the self I was four months ago, six months ago, a year ago, and I was missing it. And that made me feel like I was holding myself back until I was able to step outside of that comparison and welcome this new chapter and be like, you know what, it's time to move forward, no more looking back. But at that time for the past, (laughs) it's still new for me to just step outside, but I was really holding on to a girl that I'm just no longer supposed to be and that is more than okay. In fact, I prefer where I'm at right now.
1: Yeah, because you have had a pretty wildly different past, actually, than your life now. Um, If you want to talk about the transition of that, I think it would really help a lot of people. Sure. Well, I experimented with
0: drugs and alcohol since I was, well, from the age of 15 all the way to about... 21 22 when it was legal (laughs) for alcohol at least um and I it wasn't a weekend for me unless I was blackout drunk or at least belligerent and I could barely remember I don't know why I wanted to be so numb but I know that I was so sad and felt like I was just floating and I didn't want to be where I was and I wasn't accepting or embracing where I was at that moment which I'm looking back on it, I'm like, wow, I could I missed out on so much. Anybody that's in high school that is experimenting with drugs, I just wish that I could tell them like, It'll, you're missing out on so much about yourself every single night. Please don't let this hold you back. But I'm also thankful for that time in my life because then I was able to recognize how wonderful it felt to be sober. Like, yeah, sure, I'll ha- I'll drink here and there, um, but I definitely don't use any super hard drugs. Like I used to experiment a lot with cocaine and ecstasy and really hard drugs um, that were not doing well for my body. And my body really took a toll. And that's when I gained a lot of weight once I let all that go. And I was smoking cigarettes every single day, maybe half a pack to a pack. Waking up, having a more marble, marble, marlboro. I can't even pronounce it. Marlboro is it Marlboro? Who cares? I hope you guys don't even know what that is. But <laughs> red, which is a super harsh cigarette. Um, and that was my key to just like waking up and numbing. That was my morning routine. Wake up, have a smoke, and then probably not eat and then overeat at night. And I was well, well, well overweight so unhappy enjoyed going Jack in the box was one of my best friends um until I was ready to let that go when I also was getting out of a long-term five-year relationship who with a wonderful guy who we're still really close friends today but he and I we were engaged for a few years we were together for five years and at the end at the tail end of our relationship when I recognized that that was... You know, about to be a chapter like I was turning a new chapter because I knew that we were about to end. Um, I was ready to also just begin a new chapter for me and for my health and self love. And then I went down that path, um, but then pretty extremely where I was so scared of any ingredient that wasn't deemed healthy. Once I started recognize the pounds dropping off, dropping off, dropping off, and then before you know it, a couple years later, I wake up and I'm 88 pounds, and my friends are crying like. We're worried about you my family was crying my dad was in tears that it was really what triggered me when i recognized like my dad was in tears looking at me saying i need you need help wow so thank you yoga and meditation and tapping into my higher self to listen to my inner body and bring awareness to what my mind needs and what my body needs and I had to do that by taking certain steps that I knew were best for me. For example, leaving a corporate job in which that, it was fun. It was an entertainment and I, I had a great time with the people there, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't what was feeding my soul, soul, calling my soul. So that's when I went and did yoga training in Bali in 2015. And I started to slowly rediscover myself and find myself. And slowly the weight was coming back on. And as the weight came on, As the weight was slowly coming back on, I was slowly finding myself more. But then, of course, there were twists and turns and dips. And that's just what happens. We ebb and flow. And there were times where I lost myself more, found myself more. I kept hiding and wanting to find myself in isolation as I was feeling like I wanted to find myself more. So I took a solo trip across the world away from everyone to try to find myself when in all reality, I was just really hiding my true existence from my true self and it really wasn't only until i met up with ali in india that everything really started to come into play and feel right and connected and true and i'm thankful for that struggle and all those chapters that i experienced so that today ali and i are here to share with so many people about what it means to just feel okay And recognize that it's okay to be suffering or where you are right now because you are so perfect as you are and you're going to thrive as you are right now and allow your inner goddess or God for you gentlemen to evolve
1: (laughs) and soar. That is so beautiful and so true. And it's like you stayed open to an entirely new possibility coming into your experience because you did have a successful corporate job and uh you know you were engaged and all of this stuff but you honored your heart Mm -hmm. and knew that it lied elsewhere and you followed that and
0: we're going to take a quick break to share our love for our sponsor, Hum Nutrition, who has an amazing giveaway for three of our sponsors. And a side note, I'm honestly super skeptical about any brand that claims to be the cure or the magical elixir to all your issues. But seriously, guys, Hum really does seem to heal almost all. I I'm going to be honest right now, I have had terrible digestion and chronic bloating since I got back from Bali a few months ago, and it put me in a funk for a while, so when a friend recommended Hum to me, I took. I decided to take the Flatter Me and Gut Instinct tablets, and now... Let's just say I run a little more smoothly. And Hum is offering
1: three of our listeners three months of $150 worth of Hum products for free, which is amazing. All you have to do is rate and review our podcast on iTunes, send a screenshot to info at life, and tell us that you want to submit for the Hum giveaway. Yes, and don't forget about receiving 20% off Hum Nutrition
0: with our promo code MAGIC.
1: You know i had like a similar experience just traveling to find myself yeah going 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 um and it was yeah it was at that time where instagram traveling was like first blowing up and becoming this huge thing and and it just looked like how do you travel from place to place like floating across the world I mean I understand like you look at Instagram and it's like Sri Lanka next to the Maldives next to I mean it looks ridiculous but <laughs> it took a lot to get there um mm-hmm. the truth is I was like I would come home um save up burn through all my money traveling come home save up burn through it um and there was a lot of hardships that happened that obviously no one was seeing um So I had to learn to become adaptable and roll with that. But towards the end of the year of traveling, I started to realize that as much as I love traveling and exploring, I wasn't doing it from the right place. Wow. I was doing it because it felt like something to do and it was what everyone else was doing. And um, it just seemed, yeah, it seemed right at the time. And I think it was because it helped my soul grow massively But I knew my heart laid elsewhere. And honestly, it would have been very easy for me to stay in LA and kind of continue down that path. Um, But the truth is, my heart just wasn't in it anymore. It wasn't in hopping everywhere. Um, And I could feel that it was somewhere else. I just couldn't tell where. Like, nothing felt quite right, and I wasn't sure what was. And I remember Claire and I, uh, Plentiful Soul, were sitting at the dining room table in Venice. And um, we were talking about Wanderlust on Oahu, actually. And um, I invited her because we were going to go there to teach yoga and just kind of be there. And she said yes and came with me and my friend Alex, the same one I went to Bali with. And um, we took our planes to Hawaii. And the minute I got there, it's just like it felt right. You knew. It felt this sense of belonging that I hadn't felt before. Um, And I still didn't really know what I was going to do. All I knew was that I was in the right place the night. So I ran home, like packed everything up, sold everything, moved to Hawaii in two weeks. I was crashing on my sister Alexis's couch for two weeks and we just like watched anime and (laughs) hung out. And then I hopped over to Oahu and I honestly spent a few months by myself. Like I didn't really know anyone. Um, and I was like deep towards the back of the jungle. So it was this huge period of isolation. Um, but through that, I realized the importance of stagnation, the importance of doing nothing, because I think that the reason why so many people are anxious and overthinking all the time is because we don't allow ourselves the freedom to be bored our thoughts have no room no breath to settle so that our imaginations can take over and that's when our most creative profound ideas come through is when we're so slow that we can hear the whisper of our purpose and that's all it is it's a whisper that you have to be still enough to hear and then I got a direct message from Raquel Mantra <laughs> and she was like, hey, I'm coming to Oahu. Do you have any recommendations? And obviously we didn't know each other. We had met like once, um, but I had that same feeling I had when I landed on Oahu and I DM'd her and I was like, you should come stay with me. And somehow or another, we ended up in the Himalayan mountains and you guys (laughs) know the rest. (laughs) But my point is, um, I think it's important to follow that feeling, pay very close attention to when something feels right and good, regardless of if it fits the idea of how you think things should be. So. (sighs)
0: Wow i was seriously so speechless that my alien voice came out.
1: Whoa.
0: <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, I want to rewind back a little bit and honor how you were faced with two different paths. And you knew you could be super successful down the one where you would stay in LA, hang out with all the yogis, travel, You knew you could clearly see that path, and it was a clear path to success, but it wasn't a clear path to Allie. And I want to so honor you for choosing the path that is Allie, that honors you, because to be honest, because you honored her, now you're soaring so much more, and you're just planted in one spot, and in this spot... We grow where we're planted. You planted yourself and you're just growing and you're just being Allie. And people are seeing that. And you're nothing but Allie. Even whatever words you share on Instagram, it's always authentically you. And I get to, I am so beyond blessed to be the person that gets to witness you every single day. Truly just follow your heart. That is honestly a theme that surrounds you because you really do every day, every moment of every day, you honor your heart you honor you listen to that inner voice you sit there with your eyes closed no shame for as many moments as it needs to be to listen and tune in inside and that's one thing that a lot of people don't do
1: their eyes are open but they're blind their eyes are open but they're blind wow first of all thank you that was a hugely (laughs) nice thing to say but it's also a massive reflection of you because you had a very similar successful life going but it wasn't successful as your heart defined it and you followed it I mean you literally just moved to Hawaii with me on a whim so <laughs> I loved how I was also
0: very insistent like we like I'm okay I'll only stay with you two nights you're like no 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 stay week, stay as long as you want I'm like no 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 just two nights two nights turned into what Two months, three months, four months. Now here we are. By the way, guys, we have only really known each other for not even half a year yet. Oh, that just so doesn't sound right. So weird. (laughs) (laughs) So crazy. Our six month anniversary will be December twelfth.
1: Oh, feel free to wish us a happy anniversary. Magic anniversary. Magic anniversary. But I just think that it, you know, wherever you go, there you are. I think that we've heard that a lot. But the truth is, like, we were in a city where a lot of people create massive amounts of abundance and success and that's like a very culturally acceptable lifestyle to be leading but and it is for some people for some people yeah but we were more lost there Mm -hmm. than being on a rock in the middle of the pacific ocean yeah so it you could be anywhere and still feel lost you could be anywhere and feel found but Mm -hmm. the path to that fulfillment is listening to your heart no matter what no matter if you know why or not exactly and to just trust and to take
0: risks because coming to hawaii especially i honestly had probably 200 dollars in my bank account you know it's just one of those things you just got to trust the process I definitely don't recommend people just coming here and not having any money because Hawaii is one of those it's things. expensive. It's a very expensive place and there's a lot of financial struggles that might happen on the way. So it's not one of those things that I would totally go. I don't want to recommend somebody just go on a whim and then I feel responsible for them
1: ending up homeless in Hawaii. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's like a well, fear of mine. <laughs> I know. I mean, because that does happen, but I think it's supporting people to follow their right. own path. Exactly the truth of their life is not going to look the same as ours no two paths will look the same exactly oh that was another thing i wanted to touch on an honor
0: when it came to your path so everybody else was following this like they were traveling they had the travel bug and they were growing successfully in numbers but also financially um choosing that path to travel to all these places And that obviously became oversaturated and you were able to just do your own thing and you did you and you were able to soar in that space. But the thing is, is that a lot of people are comparing themselves to not being that person that is traveling or they're trying to do that and they're just really finding themselves stuck because it's not a part of their calling. You don't have to be doing what everybody else is doing in order for you to thrive
1: and in fact, those that do f- thrive create their own way. Yes. Those that are, doing are most their own successful created their own way. Yes. And if you're mirroring someone else's way, it's not going to be the same level of, ex- of success. And that's the truth because I think those that are still continuing to travel and do that, they're doing an amazing job at it because it's mm-hmm. genuine for them. Um, but knowing the moment that your path shifts – recognizing it and following it because the truth is that sharing photos on Instagram and everything was a tether to tap into my creativity and my source Mm -hmm. energy but it no longer was my tether anymore and so I had to find a new one and that's all our imagination and what we are inspired to make um creativity in general it's just a tether into your source energy And I'm sure that people are going to ask, well, how do I find this out? How do I come up?
0: How do I know exactly what path I want to follow right now? Well, what pops out of your mind?
1: Take that risk. I would say, ask yourself, get a pen and a piece of paper and write, when do I feel most myself, most at home with who I am? When do I feel my most inspired, high vibrational, loving self? and just write I did this the other day and it's it was like um recording the podcast writing like all these things came out and I recognized that's therein lies my power and that's what I should spend the most time doing because we are here to be ourselves and we're on this journey of just remembering who we are, already are exactly Aho to that I think that it's also important to note that the little moments are really what make up who we are. It's not when everyone's watching or there's a huge test. The small moments are the test. You know, did you wake up and make your bed with the same level of awareness and grace as when you're performing? Did you create your meal as though it were a grand painting? And even when you do the dishes, you mindfully wash each dish as though you're cleansing your own soul. It's those little moments that shape who we are. It's so true. And in those little moments, they
0: will create eventually in time, a greater experience in person. Have If you've ever read, I don't know if anybody's read this book, but have you ever read The Compound Effect? No. By Darren Hardy? Okay. It's a, in some, it's about It's about taking little habits day by day and just the little things will eventually add up. For example, if you save $2 a day, that does eventually add up to an abundance of money to $2,000 at some point in time. I'm not going to do the math because I'm not a human calculator. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) it is what we repeatedly do, what we become. That Aristotle quote, we are what we repeatedly do. That is something that Aristotle said. And that is so true. Those little moments really do add up. To make us become and evolve into the greatest human we're supposed to be. So those moments you make your bed, those moments you do the dishes, and you're mindfully scrubbing, those little moments will really add up to something to make you feel a little less stress and a little more mindful and calm within yourself.
1: Yes, I think that's one of the biggest things I learned from you was the power of repetition because you are someone that gets up and you do your routine with i mean i can tell it's just this hugely sacred practice for you sitting there with your cup of coffee and your journal and you know i can tell you love it like even doing the dishes you find joy in these little moments and i used to be like no i want to be a f- untethered fairy i don't want a adult but yeah. i realized that it's all magic all of it because we are human beings and that's just a huge part of the human experience so You are definitely a huge inspiration for me in the everydayness of living.
0: Wow, thank you. (laughs) And I also must acknowledge you for you getting up at such an early time every day to go run or walk, and you are very committed to your routine too. And I can tell in both of us when we commit ourselves to our routines, we feel more empowered throughout the day, but then we also... There are times when you and I have are interrupted when it comes to our routines, but we still make sure to feel tapped in because the majority of the time, the little times each day that we did our practiced our routine each day adds up, so we feel fine. We feel okay when other days are interrupted.
1: Adaptability. Adaptability. Did not even
0: mean to circle back to the very beginning theme of this episode. (laughs) episode.
1: Have you noticed that all spiritual truths are just a crazy paradox? It's like, have your routine, but be adaptable. Manifest, but (laughs) allow the universe to create your day for you. Uh, You know, we are all one and we are all unique individuals. I could just like keep going, going, going. It's like the truth is found in the deepest paradoxes. And I feel like it's because... The mind can't analyze its way out of a paradox it's just something you have to feel with your heart so true and even remembering on Oahu um, how I did nothing I really realized that as a culture there's this emphasis on doing like in Sanskrit one of my favorite words is ananda which is the bliss of being and even if you've seen eat pray love you know this phrase dolce far niente in italian it means the sweetness of doing nothing we've forgotten how to enjoy nothingness which is ironic because nothingness is the basis of our reality if you took away all human perception of the universe it's just empty space stardust and matter and so we don't spend enough time being with the basis of our reality which is by the way when stagnation is our greatest gift because it forces us to go into that state and that's usually when the most powerful seeds can come through for us to plant embrace the
0: boredom and in that boredom as we circle back to how do i find out what purpose i am supposed to or how do i find out what my purpose is in that boredom maybe that's when something will be revealed and that's when you can get inspired to tap into your creativity in that boredom. Maybe that's when you go in deep and go reflect on your old self, on your current self, and on what you may want your future self to be.
1: Hmm.
0: That is the time when you're bored. Is the time for you to tap in and not go to Netflix, but go to your writing journal and write down what person you want to be, what person you are now and what you've learned from your past to yeah. find out more about you.
1: That's really what it is. You're finding more about yourself and you're also processing. Cause if you think about it, um, the reason so many people can't sleep at night, it's like when you're bored, what do you do? You grab your phone, you watch Netflix. It's this constant stream of distraction and entertainment and the mind never, it never can settle as I said before. And so really allowing, Your mind to just wander um one of my favorite quotes is anxiety is a misuse of our imagination I think I said that right it's by Angelica who trained me in craniosacral she's so amazing um but it's true most of what we stress over and worry about never actually happens and so some tips for those of you with anxiety is get out of your head and into feeling I mean like feeling physical touch Um, I think I've given these tools before, but even right now, I can feel like the ball of my right foot is on the floor, and my weight's a little shifted to the left side of my body, and I'm really focusing on each part of me that's touching this chair right now. Um, My upper spine, and I can feel my fingertips one at a time, and even just that, it distracts the mind from worrying. Ooh. Can we give our listeners and ourselves 30 seconds
0: of silence to ask ourselves the same thing and recognize where your body is at this moment and what it is touching? Mm Mm-hmm. good I'm curious what everyone experienced I noticed my weight was mostly on my left knee so I'm actually I wonder why I'm leaning left I wonder what that means and then I'm allowing my right knee to be more free I'm sitting in an easy cross-legged position on a chair with my hands on my lap but for whatever reason I'm leaning left and I'm curious as to why that is and I'm allowing my right leg to be free but I'm putting it down. Isn't this is interesting.
1: Good. Just a little thing like that can just slow down your nervous system. It's yeah. incredible. Because we often can't even feel those little details of our body. It also reminds me
0: that we are just vibrational beings. And with these energetic thoughts and energetic ideas, as in these thoughts and these ideas, they are just energy and energy that we can form and control. And that all this energy ends up manifesting into a thing, whether we are experiencing it externally or internally. And so to know that if we recognize us in these little moments where we are just mindfully recognizing what our bodies are doing, maybe in that moment, it's easier for us to tap into that energetic thought of where we might potentially be suffering or even... That energetic feeling in our bodies where we might be suffering, and consciously transition that thought, that energy, into something that better serves you. So you're able to align with a higher your higher purpose and listen in case you're confused and lost. It's just taking mindful moments like that and recognizing. Wow, this is all just energy. What I'm feeling right now, this sadness, it's really just energy. It's energy just as much as the happiness. Now all I need to do is try to shift that energy a little bit. Like I'm shifting my right knee down. We can do it. It just takes some time and patience with yourself. Compassion. I don't like the word patience so much, but compassion with yourself. To allow it to finally come. Taking it day by day. Allowing the compound effect to happen, the small things add up. Those, the more you mindfully, the more you mindfully do everything in your life, such as just recognizing that you're left, you're leaning left, or or taking that time to recognize that you're leaning left, or you're mindfully washing the dishes and making your bed. The more mindfully you do everything, the more you're able to control that mind so you can shift that thought but it just takes little daily habits day by day and they add up the small things
1: magic mic drop (laughs) no i'm serious that was amazing talk about your eyes shifting it's like this light amazing angelic fire just like lit up your entire being that was so amazing to hear I wonder if it's the fairy lights that are surrounding your body right now. It's making your aura and your whole
0: entire glow about you just
1: vibrate. By fairy lights? Do you mean the Christmas lights in the back or there's like actual fairy lights around me? Because both are cool. (laughs) Let's let's (laughs) pretend that there's actual fairies here. But yeah, it's the Christmas lights. Um, Wow. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you guys for listening. This has been quite the magical episode. I love doing this
0: so much, and I love the Soul Tribe so much. You guys are at the top of my gratitude list every single morning. In case you want to know what part of my morning routine is, it's writing
1: you down. Every single morning, (laughs) and we love our Facebook group. It's so uplifting and empowering, so please make sure to join it. Um, We also have some exciting news. We have a membership site coming to you with yoga videos, meditations, um prayers, rituals, cl- energy cleansing techniques, all the things. A so metaphysical corner. A metaphysical corner. <laughs> so, keep your eyes and ears peeled for mid December because it is coming your way and we are giving special deals to our Facebook group as well mm-hmm. when it first comes out. So, we love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. So much. We love you. We are so grateful you tuned into this podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and rate us on iTunes. Yes. And those of you who leave a rating and review,
0: we want to share our gratitude by sending you a special gift. Just email info at life, and we will send you an exclusive meditation guided by
1: the both of us. And make sure to say hi to us on Instagram. I'm at Ali Michelle L. Don't forget the random L at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Raquel
0: mantra. Thank you and have a magical day.